Welcome to the Crunchy Truth Podcast, where we talk about wellness and a natural way of going about it, with your hosts, Melissa and Jono. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Cheers. Hi, Melissa. Hey. How's it going? It's going good. Good. How's the day? You know, it was steady busy, but like, it was a good Friday. Everyone was in a good mood. I mean, yeah, good, good day. Nice. And you know, the sun is out again. So that's oh, always man, a good thing. Oh man, today was <sighs> super gorgeous. No jacket weather. I had the best Friday I've had in a long time. Why? Well, first off, I woke up. Okay. So. <laughs> well, that usually happens at the beginning of every day. Have you not seen The Office and Robert California's speech on waking <laughs> up? Because every story starts like that ever. I remember the beginning that. It's of been humanity. a long time. We, I watched through like season five or six most. And then. So you haven't. No, I have, but I haven't like watched, um, we'll call it seven through nine, like as much as the previous ones. Okay, we're gonna find that. And yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so people know what we're he's talking like the, about. He's the one character that I really liked. I used to hate him, and now it's funny. Yeah, now he's hilarious. No, so anyway, so I decided I needed some coffee. So I went to uh, Barista's, I got a coffee, and I was like, uh, what kind of muffins or breads do you have? <laughs> and then the dude started listing them all off. And I was like, cherry muffin. And then it kind of took a while. And then the one lady, she's like super tall. She's just like redhead. And she's, I don't know, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. She's got to be playing volleyball or basketball somewhere, hopefully. Hmm. Anyways, and then she's like all chatty and everything. It's like, this is like almost 8 o'clock, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. No, it's fine. <laughs> but then um, we went and we played disc golf. And it was gorgeous out. In the morning? No, uh, over lunch. Sorry. Oh, over lunch. okay. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. It's like you just missed work. Just, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, didn't go, I didn't go to work. And uh, then after that, we went and got some uh, panda for some Chinese. Ooh. And then we came back and watched a little YouTube while we did it. And then we started working again. And then Boss Man showed up about two. He's like, you guys have been working really hard this week. Go home. <laughs> so a great I went home, grabbed the podcasting gear. And went over to mom and dad's and hung out with the nieces. And now we're here. For reference, it yeah. is his parents, not my parents. They are my in-laws. Oh, yeah. They are yeah. not my parents. But yeah. they are your parents. They are my parents. Your in-laws, my I parents. I call them Loy oh, and man, Ron. You know what? We haven't... Um, yeah, so I'm Melissa's brother-in-law. <laughs> yes, have we? I've, no, I we missed like, that on the first episode. Did we? Okay, mm, yes. Totally. So this is my husband's brother. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And this is my brother's wife. <laughs> That's weird. Isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> Again, natural, not normal. Yes. No, actually, that is normal. That's a standard deal. But it sounds weird. Like, it it just does. Feels like, weird. You, you phrase it that way. Because you're like my brother. You're not like my brother-in-law. Like, yeah. We all. Yeah. You're just another sister. And like Sarah is. Sarah, who's his sister, is my best friend and basically the closest thing to a sister. Like it's. Yeah. It's just. It's just. Yeah. It's just the family thing, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. <laughs> cool. Um so this week I thought we could talk about panic attacks. Woohoo! I'm yeah. kidding. They're not, <laughs> no, they're they're not. not fun. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> No, they're not fun. Um <laughs> Okay, I have to ask, have you ever had a panic attack? Oh man. Um or an anxiety. I attack. would say uh I have had like if you got on a Richter scale, 
<laughs> I've moved the needle. Like, I think everyone has, you know? Probably at some point. Um, I would say, the man. So there's like panic attacks and anxiety attacks. Yeah. They're two different. I'll say this. Like, a few years ago was probably rough for me. Um, I had never been fired from a job before. And the way it was was like, it was untrue. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nothing bad. It was just like a bunch of crap. Like, I tried as best I could to get along with my boss. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. do you ever watch Seinfeld? No, but my boss loves it. Okay, so there's this episode in Seinfeld where George goes in to get the calzones, and I think they're like these Italian owners or something like that. Okay. They have this huge tip jar. And every time he goes to <laughs> to get the calzone, he tips them. They never see it, and then they think he never tipped them, so you like scowl at him and everything. And so then one time he goes in, and he tries like multiple times during the thing, and they keep turning away and stuff. And so finally he puts it in. They didn't see it. So he reaches in to grab it so he can put it in again. Oh, no. And all they see is him grabbing it. Oh, no. And that's not what happened. <laughs> um, but, like, that's what it felt like with my boss. Like, oh, I yeah. could do nothing right. Yeah, I, and I get that. Yeah. I feel like and everyone's so, had a boss like that at some yeah, point. Yeah, it was just... And the thing is, is it was not just me. Like, it was a lot of people that complained. But mm-hmm. the head guy just wouldn't ever do anything about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I got blindsided. And that really that really threw me for a loop. Yeah. And I didn't really have, like... I didn't have, like, a ton of anxiety, per se. But I went for, like, three months without a job. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. Because um, you're just at home. It's like, a, it's like a weekend for seven days that turns into three months. Ew. You know? And yikes, yeah, so okay. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. So that's a long, okay. little long answer. Okay, so my guess would be probably most likely not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, I'd have to think really hard. I don't think so. Let's go with no. Okay, so um, I have had panic attacks for about gosh, almost nine years now. I and honestly, when I look back at my childhood, I'm I I think I had them in my childhood. I just didn't know what they were. You didn't recognize them as that. Yes, and yeah. honestly, I didn't even know what they were for the longest time. And then I was on Pinterest one day, and it was describing everything like word for word. And they're like, "This is an anxiety or panic attack." And I was like, <laughs> "That's what I go me? through." Hello, yeah. this is like what? Yeah. Pinterest, I tell you what, has taught me a lot about mental health. <laughs> like, a lot. Spread out to Pinterest. I mean, it's a great Man. place. <laughs> so, um, I, like I said, sure, I'm sure I had them in my childhood, but the one, the very first one I remember having, I was in college and I was an RA. Um, and we had a lockdown on campus because oh. someone's, um, boyfriend had like threatened to come kill her. Ooh. So it was a community a college. Situation. Yes. And, um, it wasn't in our dorm, but we still had to lock down and like, I just didn't know what to do. So we were doing everything we were supposed to. And, um, I basically was sitting in the lobby. We were just waiting, being told what to do next. And my legs just started like shaking uncontrollably. Like I literally couldn't. I couldn't stop them. And I just got really hot and was just like really anxious and nervous. And after it happened, I was exhausted and I was like, what was that? And then, then I learned later that that can be a version of an anxiety or panic attack. Hmm. I have had anxiety and panic attacks. Um, Typically the panicking is when you have trouble breathing and um, you're just like, you can't function. You're just like sitting there frozen. Yeah. 
But they are not fun. They are exhausting. Yeah. And um, terrifying. It's amazing, like, how much stress that puts on your body. Holy moly. Like, for, like, even a five-minute panic attack, you're just, like, done. Yeah, I don't think, like, people realize, like, how much mental stress Mm -mm. and, like, what it does to you. Like, Okay, so, funny enough, like, the job I got fired from, I hadn't realized... Well, I kind of did. Like, it had a pretty good effect on my life, like, going in there every day and having to deal with what I had to deal with and stuff. And I didn't realize till afterwards and got to the place I'm working at now, and my folks were like, man, we were actually worried about you. Mm -hmm. Like, you had changed... And not in a bad way. It's just like you weren't you, you weren't yourself, mm-hmm. you know. And I had, to my knowledge, I never changed. Like but I was still me. Slowly, I was like you yeah. know. But people recognize you know personalities. It's like you know when you when you have a kid and you're growing up and stuff. Unless you look back at pictures, you don't notice like how much they're growing. Mm-hmm. And then, but it, if you're like an uncle or an aunt, and you go over there like you know once every month, once every two months, you're like whoa. You got bigger, you know, <laughs> you're growing up mm-hmm. and like, it's more, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But, um, so after I learned what they were, um, it's like, oh, okay. It's nice. It's really nice to put a name to something. And I think I had struggled for so long with like, I just feel crazy. Mm. <laughs> it's totally fine. I'm totally fine. This is, this is fine. Um, so having a name to something really helped. And then I was able to actually do research and figure out what I could do when I had one because over the next like eight years, it's like example one crab brown bag, (laughs) force face into bag and breathe. Yeah. Um, that is impossible. Yeah. But I basically got to the point where I didn't know how to manage them Mm. and they were becoming so frequent and so often that like, I'd probably have one or two a week. Can I ask like, do you know what like triggered it? Or is it just like a that common of an occurrence? And- so I think it depends on where you're at in your life. I was in a very stressful job. I had a very stressful home environment as well. And um, I just felt like I couldn't do anything right for anyone ever at all. Hmm. And so I... So it's not like your favorite food and you found out they changed no. the recipe. No, 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 no. This was like, like a, a month huge... later, you find out they're changing it again. Oh, so it's nothing like that. No, okay, good. No. Okay. Typically, no. <laughs> uh, if those are what your panic attacks about, we might need to get you some <laughs> like additional help. Um, but it was like a really, one of the most stressful times in my life, honestly. And I just got to the point where like, I didn't know how to function anymore because I wasn't okay, but mm. I had to be okay. I had to go to work. I had to be okay. Yeah. And my body was like, nope, nope, no, you're not okay. So we're just gonna, we don't know what to do. So we're just going to panic. Um, I ended up having them at work frequently oh. and like having to go to the bathroom and just like stand there against the wall and just breathe and like wow. focus on just breathing. Um, I often, I can definitely say after just having this much of a conversation, I have never had a panic attack. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> I don't not, think you not have, in, not at that level at least. <laughs> I mean, depending on the severity of it and how long it lasts, it can be kind of scary. Cause there, there have been a couple times I've had one that was really long that I legitimately could not breathe for like yeah. a solid minute or two. No, I believe. Um, so, um, my older sister, when she's going to college, uh, she ended up making a couple friends or whatever, you know, that's pretty standard. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> one of them, uh, this is probably like the first time I realized, or actually like witnessed in one sense, what it kind of looked like, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was, I was probably 16 or 17, somewhere in there, you know, but 
some stuff, you know, you just haven't seen or whatever. And like, she would call her up and be like, Hey, you know, come drive with me or like, you, mm-hmm. you know, she just needs someone to be there. Cause she's just freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very real thing. Like often having someone in the room even just makes a big difference. Even if mm-hmm. they can just like hold you mm-hmm. while you're just like panicking and dying on the inside. It's totally fine. Don't mind me. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I had just gotten to a point where I didn't know what to do anymore. I had done some therapy and counseling. It didn't, other than the counting method, which if anyone is familiar with panic attacks, um, you'd be familiar with this. So essentially you want to breathe like a box. So you breathe like a box. So all four corners. So yeah, essentially. (laughs) So you breathe in for four, Mm -hmm. hold for four. I wasn't that far off. You won't, you weren't far off. And then you breathe out for four. I need to be and offering you, health you advice on the radio. Maybe. You know, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean. <laughs> What's that song they tell you to do um, with heart compressions for heart staying attacks? Staying alive. Yeah, staying alive. That could be me. <laughs> All right. And pop. And do it. And oop. I probably don't want to sing it because copyright crap, you know? But you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So that is like one method that I had used for panic attacks and anxiety attacks. It does help, but it also got to the point they were so severe that like it just wasn't cutting it. Um, So that is one area I ended up using oils a lot. Hmm. There are several different oils that can just like, are basically a liquid Xanax, like <laughs> legitimately. Like, they will stick this in your mashed potatoes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, you probably don't stick the oil in the mashed no, potatoes. No, I mean, you could probably wouldn't taste the best, but you could. Mm. Mm. Um, so I used, I think it was called this tranquil roller that I had ordered. It was pre made, just like lathered it oh. on all yeah. the time and then <laughs> like on your forehead or something um or? on my wrists and oh, like okay. i'd rub it under my nose so i could breathe it in oh, regularly yeah, yeah. or even like on my chest just to slow my heart rate hmm. um oh also getting rid of caffeine really helps anxiety so you oh know, man yeah like night and yeah. day i've cut out like quite a bit or at least uh not as much coffee a lot more tea which is like half the milligrams ish of mm-hmm. coffee yeah it's a lot better you know i was <laughs> this was not and smart. i never had an addiction to coffee no. All you people out there that you're just going to go crazy when the bean fields burn down, you know, like <laughs> not me. I mean, be like, oh man, I didn't either, but I was addicted to those like rain monster. Oh thing. yeah. The energy drinks. Yes. So let me Dude. tell you, if you have an anxiety problem, never yeah. drink them. Yeah. It just I, makes so it so much my worse. Drink, if, they, if they could take all the uh, stuff out of it, like. I would be down they in taste Red Bull. So good, but like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh! But it it does like it's woo. <laughs> yeah, so that didn't help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would literally keep like I probably had five bottles of oil with me at all times oh, in wow. case I had a panic. All the attack. same or just different? So they're all different ones. Um, they were all different. I had the okay. Tranquil Roller. I had Valor, which is like it's called the superpower oil essentially. So it's like, it's literally made for anxiety and feelings of bravery and like strength and courage. And it, holy moly, you guys, Mario that power. Valo, <laughs> Valo, Valor is literally <laughs> referred to as the liquid Xanax. Huh? Okay. Um, nice. it, a, it smells amazing. B, it's a blue oil, so it literally looks blue on your skin. And Oh, really? Yes. Nice. So you can tell when someone's been really using it. I mean, it doesn't stain your skin, <laughs> but you can see it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and it's really... Mommy, it's, mommy, she's translucent blue. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you look like a Smurf, you have too much on. <laughs> or you have a really big problem. Both. Both. Both, yes. Yeah. Both. <laughs> <laughs> um. So 
I pretty much got to the point where those helped a lot and I would diffuse as much as I could. I started to do yoga a lot and like just focus on prayer and breathing and anything I could do to de-stress. Um, I'd ended up getting so bad, like my stress levels that I ended up having what they call an esophagitis attack where I had to go to the ER because I was in so much pain. Is that when you and Michael, I think we're dating or maybe engaged? Because I I remember something where you were in the hospital, We were, so I didn't know this. We were going to get engaged that week. Yeah. He was going to propose to me like on February 10th, like the weekend before Valentine's Day. And then I had to go to the ER that week because I was so miserable and in so much pain that he ended up canceling it. And like the proposal was not at all what he wanted. Mm -hmm. It was still great, but... So yeah, that was like the week of our engagement. Yeah. So I was pretty miserable and couldn't eat for a really long time because I was in so much pain (laughs) because my anxiety and stress levels were off the charts. Yeah. And you know, I could tell you why, but that's a whole other deal. Um, yeah. So, well, you know, going back to at least, you know, I, well, no, I didn't really know you per se until you started dating Michael. I kind of, I knew no, who you were. Yeah, we like had know. casual conversations. Yeah, but, but you and Michael started dating, like hanging around and stuff. Like, you know, I didn't know them as panic attacks right then. But I could tell you had, don't take this wrong, but I can tell you like you had some issues or whatever. <laughs> like yes. this, this girl needs like chill and Accurate. like, you know, mm-hmm. and like be loved. You know, <laughs> so like, <laughs> why would anyone? Oh gosh, yeah, um, very accurate. All of those statements, yeah, especially at the time. Um, so I got to the point actually where maybe in the past oh, year, I've maybe had one or two, if that. Well, that's great. So honestly, I think a lot of it is getting out of a toxic environment can do wonders for you. So, like, I was in a toxic work environment. I had a lot of toxic people in my life, and it was not easy. But getting out of it, holy moly, like, I'm, I kid you not when I say I had maybe one or two. I went from mm-hmm. having two a week to one or two in a year. Wow. That's because, a big change on the ratio. Because, like, I had probably my worst one that I can remember July of 2019. And I was at Sarah's house, my sister-in-law's house, and I had just heard some really unnerving news and like literally couldn't even suck in a breath. Went outside, was like, I've never been so scared of like not being able to breathe. Yeah. Um, and that is the worst one that I've had in a really long time. But I haven't had one that bad since then. Hmm. Well, Okay, no, because a lot of things happened after that. But I would say like December of last year was probably the last big one I wow. had. So I think like getting rid of that environment and then just like I work out regularly, which is a really great stress reliever. Let me tell you guys, like if you are having an awful day, go punch a punching bag or something. <laughs> so this like, kind of leads in, I know, and technically we've been talking about it or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, so what are you doing to like cope? <laughs> Not, you know. You say you're not having panic attacks as much, but when you do, what's Um, the cope mechanism for you? So, like, if I can feel one coming on, I just need to stop whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I just need to focus on breathing deeply. And, like, I will apply the oils and I'll try and just pray or meditate and just, like, focus on where I'm at right now and what I'm doing and what I can control. Yeah. Um, because typically I've noticed they happen to me when I can't control something and it's Mm -hmm. not like little things. It's like the end of the world type things. Um, and so now exercising, liberally applying oils, eating well, not having very much caffeine. (laughs) Again, cutting out the caffeine. And honestly, like 
the biggest fix was just the people that I surround myself with, yeah. like more than anything, which is sad because I know that that's not like some people don't have the option of mm-hmm. getting rid of the toxic people in their life. But I can, I think like even you can attest that getting those people out of my life has made me a completely different person. Oh, totally. It's amazing. Um, the people you surround yourself with and mm-hmm. what that leads to, mm-hmm. whether it's something like this or like, you know, people, there's a lot of good people out there that end up in bad situations because of who they're hanging out with mm-hmm. and you get pulled in and then all of a sudden something goes down mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh boy, but you're in on it, you know? And, and it's, it's really hard to like, I'm not going to get super specific, specific, but when it is family, it's that much harder because like there's this, it's much more of a tie-in, obviously. Yes, because because the, everyone says family is everything. And family, you have to love family no matter what. And I'm not saying you shouldn't love your family. But if your family is causing you so much stress and emotional just like toxicity on a regular basis that you can barely be around them, like that is not healthy. No. And so many people not. are just like, it's your family. It's fine. They can say and do whatever they want. You just have to put up with it. No. No. Like, I love my family, but that is not good. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, That's excusing an issue. It is. Sweeping it under the rug. It is. And that and not addressing that it. That is how ha- that's one of the biggest reasons. Like I'm not blaming my family, but I think that's one of the biggest reasons I had panic attacks. Because there were so many things just happening around me and to me that like I didn't know how to deal. I couldn't deal. So my my body was just like, okay, I'm just gonna stand in this corner and I'm just gonna like freeze and like maybe breathe and like shake a lot because mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Hmm. So, man, that's yeah. Yeah. They're not fun by no. any means. Like I wouldn't, I pray a lot that like Michael and his kids don't struggle with that. Cause he's had some panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Maybe now his are more panic. I don't think most of his are anxiety, but he's had a couple since we've been married and like one, <laughs> he had one the week of our wedding where he's like, I don't know if I want kids. And I was like, we're getting married in seven days. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why did we have this conversation earlier? Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, making big steps <laughs> brings out some things like maybe I've been sitting in the back of the mind that just weren't ready to come out yet until it's like rubber meat in the road. <laughs> and you know what? That happens. Like yeah. I was, I was just like, I had peace about it and like, we'll have kids cause he knows how important it is to me. And like, it's not a matter of him, like just giving up everything, but it's I, like, it's just, it's a, it can be a scary time. Like, it is. I'm about to make a huge, huge lifelong decision. decision. Oh, I was terrified the week I got married. Holy yeah. moly. I'm sh- I know I had panic attacks that week. I, I haven't gone through that, obviously, but I'm sure everyone goes through that. Mm-hmm. You know, Totally normal. In the end, you both love each other mm-hmm. and you do it. And then you look back on 15 years like, <laughs> remember that time? And we was all like, And now it's like, I'm going to the bathroom, ones or twos, <laughs> you know? Dude, we're already there. Like, no, I don't want to know. No, I didn't mean to open that door. You did. <laughs> this is your thing. It's, it is really nice to have the, like, to be that comfortable with someone and you're just like, you, like, we'll often come up and be like, I had a great poop today. And I'll be like, me oh too. Like that is marriage. Normal, not natural. Mm-hmm. Natural, not normal. That's Oops, sorry. Fun. Is that, yeah, man, maybe I missed, did I mess up the first time I said that? No, you said it correctly. Did I say it correctly? Okay, so I messed up this time. Mm -hmm. Man. Okay, I'll get it fixed. So that is primarily, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think you can overcome them. I don't think they ever really go away, but I do think you can minimize them. 
and manage I think, them. I think you can, yes, you can cope. You can learn to, yeah. like, therapy did help me as well. That's something I didn't talk about a lot, but therapy, I did a lot of work in therapy, and it's not a fix-all, and it's really hard to find a good therapist, and therapy's freaking expensive, for like, Y'all just making too much. No, I'm kidding. Like, I, I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but my word, I spend an hour with you and get billed $400. Like, oh, it's not <laughs> consistent. Like, you want yeah. me to heal, but I can't afford it. <laughs> Maybe this is ignorance talking, but do you feel it's something anyone can grow out of? Or like, I know you just said, like, you know, it kind of sticks with you, but like, do you feel like you're ever going to grow out of it? I don't know about grow out of it. I, don't, I guess, like, I get what you're saying. I don't know if I'd word it that way. I, I guess I, I, I think it just depends on the circumstances. Yeah. Truly, because, like, if we get to a point where we allow toxicity back into our lives, like, even if I am healed, I don't know if my body's going to react that way again. Mm-hmm. Like, heck, for all I know, I could be pregnant and be panicking because I, we're pregnant. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I watched a lot of videos. Oh, man, it's hilarious. <laughs> the dude's sleeping. The wife comes in, like, wakes him up. Like, we're pregnant. He's like, what? And then what? he just stands there. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, it's just funny. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, dude, I'm pretty sure she just showed you, like, two tests. You're having a kid. <laughs> you know you can buy those, right? You can buy pre, like, oh, positive like, pregnancy <laughs> tests. So, like, fake lottery tickets and everything. Yeah. yeah imagine that. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I'm not sure. I think it depends on the person yeah. truly. And like, I was thinking, so I just thought throw that out there. I don't, I don't know if you can outgrow them. I just, if, I guess if that was the case, I feel like I wouldn't, I mean, it's been a long time since I've had one, but I also went for a long time in my life without having them. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember having them as a child for a long time and then there were so many periods, like probably five, another five years, I didn't have them. And then they came back. Hmm. So like, I, I think it just depends on the stage of life you're in yeah. and the amount of stress that your body can take. Hmm. So I don't think so. I don't know. Fair I'm enough. not a mental I, yeah. health professional. No, nope, I'm not. This um, isn't. <laughs> no, this is not. No. <laughs> but There's just two peeps talking it out. I mean, it's a... Like, oh man, they're, they just suck. And if you've had one, I'm really sorry. Like, I remember being a child and this is really sad. I'm about to get like real sad, but you'll learn because I've had a lot of trauma in my life that I Please joke. Please do not cry. I joke my about my trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm laughing. To laugh, laugh to it's keep because, crying, Yeah, you know? essentially. Yeah. It's because I'm like, this is fine when it's not. But anyway. I, um, I remember being a child and my closet was my safe place. Mm, wow. And it was one of those slidey door closets where like it had two doors and it slid. Yeah. Um, and so like whenever I'd get upset or I would panic, I would go in my closet and sit on my knees and just like cry and breathe and cry and breathe and cry and breathe and like shake. And wow. I couldn't, I couldn't calm down like no matter what I did. Yeah. Um, and that was for years and years and years. And I remember like this last July when I had that really bad panic attack, like around that time I had had a bunch of them. And I remember in our old apartment, we had a similar closet. And for the first time in years, I got in the closet and I sat down and I just like lost it. Wow. And Michael was like, why are you in the closet? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it's safe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is safe. Yeah. So like, I mean, there are weird coping things. There are ways to just 
survive, I guess. Yeah. Your body does weird stuff. I don't know why yeah. the closet was safe. It was dark. I didn't have to deal with people. Well, did you ever watch Man of Steel? No. Okay. Well, there's a scene when he's like a little kid and then all of his powers, I guess, are like starting to come out or he's starting to notice them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's like hearing everyone. And he's in a classroom and it's just too much for him. So he like runs out and I think he locks himself maybe like in the janitor's room or something. And then his mom comes and she's talking to him on the other side of the door and and he's like, the world's too big. Mm-hmm. And she's like, make it smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, that I when you're talking about putting yourself in a closet, that's the scene I think of. I think that's very that's, true. Like you put yourself in a situation that you can't handle. So like for me, it was a dark room yeah. <laughs> where no one could get to me. And I would cry in quietly because I didn't want anyone to know where I was. Yeah. Because like my feelings and my situations were so belittled and like it doesn't matter that like I was like, well, no one cares. So I'm just going to cry quietly and like, just, just going to be here. Isolated. Like there would be, so, yeah. And there would be so many times, like it's sad that I remember being fond of my closet. <laughs> <laughs> As, you know, it's the past. It's what it is. You know? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's like a case in point of me laughing at like sad things, but yeah. I don't know. That's how you deal. Yeah. You find a way to survive. Yep. Either that or you don't, and that's not good. So no. Well. That might be a good spot to end this. Finding a place to survive. I think uh you got any got anything else? I mean, I would say like one of the biggest reasons I'm an advocate for essential oils, like besides the more natural lifestyle, is because of the change it made in my anxiety and my panic attacks. Like I had a friend a while ago that struggled with just as bad panic attacks, except hers were like all the time. And I gave her Valor and she has never looked back and she's been on every medication ever. And like, I'm not, I think medication has its place. I think it's useful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it can be dangerous if you rely on it too much. And she is on seriously like 10 pills and she's like 25. Oh man. Um, and so she's, she's used, she's had a very difficult life, but she's used Valor like crazy. And she even agrees. She's like, no medication has ever helped me like this. So like find resources, whether it's getting a gym membership or starting yoga or going on runs or walks, like go find a freaking punching bag, get a puppy, like find something to help because there are resources out there. And there's tons of stuff on the internet. Like go Google how to deal with a panic attack. Like there's so much yeah. that you can use to be better. Yeah. Don't isolate yourself. Oh, heck no. Don't be in a closet like me. Yeah. Don't do it. Yep. Your husband's going to look at you like you're crazy. Yep. Need to find someone. Honestly, you guys, even if you have to like go to a public place and not be okay there, I promise you someone's going to come up to you and be like, what's wrong? And like, if you want to be alone, don't, don't isolate as much as you want to. It's only going to make things worse. Yeah. Find something or someone, get a dog, whatever you need to do. There is help. Yes, there is. Cool beans. (laughs) I, th- I say that's a good spot to end this. Let's call it. I, um, oh, can I say one more thing? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, so, go for it. Um, Man, would you, apologize one more time. Just, <laughs> no, okay. So I know this was kind of like a, this is a more somber episode. Yeah, man. I, yeah. There's going to be like throughout this, like mental health is real. It's legit and it's real. And um, there are somber side effects of it. And so like the biggest reason 
again, I want to normalize this is to help someone else that's struggling. So like, just please like, if this episode super brought you down because it's very... <laughs> Wait till episode three. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's better. Yeah. Um, just go go for a run or do something that's good for your body and your mind because I know that when you get down in those like situations, it can be really hard to get out. So better happy things are coming. Yep. Right now in our life, it's Friday. We record on Fridays. Yeah, we do Fridays. So Fridays! go get a pizza. Be happy. Yeah. Find something Fridays to make are the you start happy. Of the weekend, man. That's a great thing. Yeah. So find do some it. find some joy. Yeah. Start your Friday. Go check uh, Melissa out on uh, Lissa Ray Essentials. That's mm-hmm. um. Let's see if I get this right. L i s s a r a e underscore Essentials yes. on Instagram. Yes. Slide into her DMs. Just listen to the first episode. <laughs> I can't. Believe, I cannot believe it went there. And uh, I so wanted to say it again. Oh, man, that's kind of why that I could be my right tagline. <laughs> and uh, thanks for tuning in this week. We appreciate you listening to us. Uh, if you got a comment, feel free to leave them in the comment section. We'll get back to you if we can. We're gonna try. <laughs> We're both. We both live or uh, lead full lives mm-hmm. of full time jobs and everything. Busy, but this is fun. So we'll do our best. You got some questions from, you know, ask Melissa. Don't ask me. I'm just, you know, I'm here asking questions. You guys are amazing. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. You are awesome. Mm-hmm. If no one has told you today, you can do what you want. You can do the hard things. Do it. Just do it. Okay, but not Nike. Oh, yeah, no. You took that yeah. too far. I didn't say it like Nike. Man, stinking Nike. But that's still, it's still, okay. No, we kidding. should end <laughs> yeah, Let's do this. All right. <laughs> Again, thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to the Crunchy Truth Podcast. I'm Jono. Adios. Peace out.